Family from the Heart podcast episode number 132. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here each and every week to give you a behind-the-scenes look into what happens in the lives of the Ravenscrafts. A little glimpse into a little craziness, but uh, hopefully sometimes a little encouragement and fun and inspiration. And uh, of course, this week we're going to find out why I am dead to someone. (laughs) I... Can't wait. Let me tell you. <laughs> Stephanie has no idea about this voicemail I'm going to play. No clue. And uh, that's a good thing, I guess. All right. So we'll, we'll get to the voicemails in a little while. Uh, we have two. We have one from Stephanie. Okay. Would you like to scoot over and say hello to me? Well, hello there, Stephanie. How are you? Oh, my goodness. You there you the are. Face. There's the face with the voice. Yes. Nice. So anyway, um, we'll get to some voicemails later. We have one from Stephanie Gardner, and then we also have one from somebody who says, I am dead to them. Is it someone we know? It is. Really? Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, did anyway. you do something wrong? I guess I did. I think you should just like n- not keep me in suspense and just play the No, 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 no. We'll save that for later. Oh, goodness. All right. So McKenna story. Now, this is something that has been long anticipated and you teased this on the Full Time Mom podcast. Right. And then forgot. And then we said, hey, we're going to say this on uh, episode 131 of Family from the Heart. And of course, the episode ended and we didn't have time. And so here we are, episode 132. And is the Kenneth story going to even be all that interesting now that we've built up this anticipation? Well, I think that it's still adorable. And and by all means, I'll still share it. Okay. But um, but you- I don't know if people are going to enjoy the buildup or not. That, that'd be their problem. <laughs> That's your deal. <laughs> That's on you, people. It's my kid. I think everything she does is cute. Gotcha. Um, in all fairness, she she is my kid, and I do she think is, everything. Yeah. She's pretty darn adorable. Yeah, even when she wears her Christmas shirts in October, I, I love still her. Think she's I love her Christmas shirts in October. She she has worn two of them already. She wore one last week that had candy canes on it, and um. And then yesterday she wore one that says Snow Princess. And the day before that, she says, Daddy, check out my Valentine's Day she shirt. She did. She wore her Valentine's shirt before that. She is totally ready for winter and all of his holidays. Indeed. And um, so anyway, here the story is that um, McKenna is 4'5", very boy crazy. Yes. Very. Like when we, and this is a little bit of a backstory to tell you the story. Okay. Okay. When we, um, last year when she had preschool and she was with me when I would go pick up Matthew and Megan and we would drive by the high school and the boys would be, the, the track team would be running and some of them would have their shirts off and she would comment on hmm. how they looked. All right. Okay. Um, George Clooney. She thinks George, George Clooney has fantastic glutes. Which is the actual word that she uses. Yes. And she knows what part of the body that is. Too Um, funny. Very impressed with George Clooney's glutes. Um, McKenna is very boy crazy. Talks about boys all the time. Well, um, we were in the car one day driving and um, it was just me and her. And she was talking about what she wants to do when she grows up and... and, um, 
that she thinks she wants to be a mom, but she really wants to do all these things. And she wants to be a fashion designer and she wants to be um, a singer. And so really, I just said, you want to be Beyonce, right? (laughs) Because she kind of does it all. And um, just joking, but joking with her. And she said, yes. And and I already know who I'm going to marry. And I said, really, who are you going to marry? And she names a boy from her class. And I asked her, so does Tyler know that you're good? No, I'm not going to tell him. So (laughs) she's picked out her husband, but she has no plans on telling him whatsoever. Well, he's got to come to that realization all on his own. Exactly. Otherwise, he's not the one. And that was that was two weeks ago. Okay. So then last week, and this is the story that I was going to share, was that um, when... Because my kids are car riders, and I use that in quotations. That's what the school calls them. They're car riders. They go to a separate area of the school at the end of the day to be in the car rider line. And um, when, and they come in kindergarten, they come down in, in a group, you know, in, excuse me, in pairs. And Megan got in the car and was commenting on how cute McKenna looked coming to the car rider line holding grant's hand okay? ah yes they, they were holding hands and mckenna goes into this story and this is where i was instructed not to share this on any podcast or with anyone and i'm totally break i'm such a bad parent right because yeah, i'm breaking I, all the i rules. cannot believe you're telling this story and um anyway, but it's adorable so she gets in the car and she's like yes we were holding hands and grant is my boyfriend and so we're talking about you know what it means to her for for grant to be her boyfriend and so megan megan says um but i thought you were gonna marry i thought you were gonna marry tyler and um mckenna looks at her and very serious and she goes megan i train him up every day (laughs) (laughs) so here's our boy crazy five-year-old who is already talking about having a new boyfriend Every day. And that was the story. And it was very funny last week. I'm sure it's less than funny today, but that was it. Gotcha. Well, there you go, my friends. The McKenna story. Uh, that that, that is, is it. the Kenna story of the week. Maybe this should be a segment. A segment? Uh, yeah. I'm like sure there would the be The Kenna story of the week. All right. So uh, the next thing we have on the list of things to share with folks is a special Twitter message that you put out with a certain hashtag. Do you oh, okay. remember this one? No. You don't have the show notes in front of you, do you? I don't read show notes. I know you don't read show notes. But anyway, trying to... I follow your lead. You, I'm, I'm seeing if I can feed it to you. Okay. Trying to... I need more. Be... I need more. Something. <gasps> Spontaneous, right? No. Or romantic. Romantic. Right. Romantic. Yes. So and- here's the deal. I had this amazing thought. You know, what if... I could plan a special night out for just my wife and I. Right. I'm thinking, you know, there was this big, huge, gigantic gspn.tv lost finale party that we threw at the at the Hilton Hotel. And after we finished that event, uh, the person who coordinated all of that for us over there at the Hilton gave me a free gift certificate for dinner for two and an overnight stay at the hotel. Right. So what do I do? I decided, hey, I'm going to not tell Stephanie and I'm going to surprise her by telling her that, hey, I've arranged for a romantic night for two for us. And I picked this special 
day when there's nothing on my calendar. <coughs> I've already arranged childcare on my own for that evening. And we are going out that evening, and uh, it's just going to be the two of us. Right. And then, of course, I hear... We have plans that day. (laughs) We have plans that day. Which, now, may not have been on your calendar, but I have spoken them to you many times over the last month and a half, two months, however long that they have actually been planned. Right. And what some people probably know by now about me, if you listen to a lot of our various different shows that we produce... One of the things is that for me, if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't exist. Well, and that's just, that's not fair because it was on my calendar. Mm-hmm. I follow your calendar, so I know that I know what you're up to. You know, I, I know what's going on. I know when I can just walk in here and I know when you have an appointment and um, I, I keep track of that. You always tell people. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure we even made a big point um, back in September before we went to Boston that you made this big deal about Karen calling me to set up something. Yeah. Because Stephanie handles the the family scheduling. I know. Anything if you outside of scan- business. If you want to schedule business, call me. If you want to schedule family, call yeah. Stephanie. Is it? No, is, is that not? You're how- absolutely okay. right. And this was after hours. And lo and behold. I went and scheduled something and... We have plans. We have conflicts. Which it's, it's not something that we can easily get out of. My um, my siblings and my parents were getting together to have a picture taken. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, we could just not be in that picture for the next, what, I think we did it nine years ago. So yeah. <laughs> we can just not be in that picture for nine years. But, um, you know, we did try it one other time. It just didn't work so well. But... Um, but it was funny because now you come upstairs and you tell me, guess what I did? And the first thing that I thought before I thought of we have plans is, okay, we were out of town together the last weekend in September. I was out of town in uh, October 9th. You were out of town the 16th. And then this weekend you want us to go have an overnight. And I'm like, <laughs> our poor kids must feel so neglected. <laughs> Like, when's it our turn? Oh, goodness. And you laughed at me when I said, you said, okay, well, how about in two weeks? And I said, well, in two weeks, that's Halloween. How about in three weeks? And you looked at me and you're like, okay, let me plan my spontaneous time with you for three weeks from now. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Oh, goodness. So anyway, um, the the end of the story here is number one that I was able to cancel the reservations. And actually, I don't think the reservations had been quite met yet. I, I was think just, you caught... The arrangement yeah. was being made uh, so that um, it would be there. But anyway, arrangements have been made thanks to my wonderful virtual assistant, Andrea. Thank you, Andrea. Uh, she has reserved our room for the evening and our dinner for two at the hotel um, on Saturday, November 6th, that right. evening. So has... That, which Megan already is complaining about because that's the firehouse dance. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, you know what? Some You win some, you lose some. And um, But have you secured child care? Well, I, I, <coughs> as far as I know, I have not heard otherwise. You should double check on that. My mom told me she's watching the kids. Well, and- well maybe she. you should double check on that. All right. Okay. Maybe she just told your sister that she was busy so that she wouldn't have to watch your sister's kids too. I don't know. I'm just saying maybe you should double check on that. All right. Well, we'll figure out what's going on there. But uh, 
as far as I know, childcare is secured. I haven't heard anything from my my source of childcare that anything has changed. Source. So I love that your source. My source is you just double check. Okay. All right. All right. I'll put that on my to do list. I will double check. Thank you. <laughs> you keep asking me, is there anything you can have Andrea do for me? Sure, have Andrea call your mom for me. Would, would, do you <laughs> no, do me a favor? <laughs> I'm call kidding. Andrea and ask her to call my mom. <laughs> I'm kidding. I will totally I'm call not. your mom. I know you're not. <laughs> She'll do that. You would for totally you. have Andrea call Hi, your this mom. This is Cliff's check- assistant. <laughs> right. Is this Cliff's mom? No, I will. Uh, I will check with her one time when I can talk to just her. When I know that you know, gotcha. No one else is around because I know that, um, especially on like overnights and stuff. Um, Megan used to get to spend a lot of time. With your mom and dad. And then so did Megan and Matthew together spent a ton of time with them. But now that they have more grandkids and they have the house in Tennessee and so they want to be down there more, they don't see them as much. And they're older, not your parents, but the kids are older and so they want to do things with their friends and, you know, um, but they're realizing that they don't spend the amount of time that they used to with your mom and dad and I know that it hurts their feelings when they have to share that time mm-hmm. with their cousins. They they want just their own time. Right. So. Well, we'll see what's happening somehow. We'll check on that. So. I'll check on it. That was fun. So anyway, um, the other thing I was thinking of now that we're talking about this is it probably it probably wouldn't be a bad idea if you go into your Google Calendar. Mine? Yes, yours. Okay. And if you go into settings and there's a little tab up there, it says calendars. And then you should be able to see your calendar and there's sharing options. And if you would do me a favor. I just stopped adding things to my calendar. I just add all of mine to yours. Well, see, that's what I'm afraid of. And I don't it, like that idea. Well, it only, it not like mine. Me. Like it doesn't say my dentist appointment is not on your calendar. Okay. But our parent teacher conferences for Megan and Matthew are added to your calendar. Okay. But the question is this, is it, is your dentist appointment on your Google calendar? Yes. I would love to still have you share your calendar with me. So I okay. could actually just click you on You should that. be able to see my... Not anymore. I, s- we switched a bunch of things around. I just well, need then, you to share it with me again. All right. I'll all go right. in and share it with there you. There you go. See? It's that easy, babe. It's all about you. It's all about me. I'm just kidding. As if you should do things my way. Exactly. Right. right. You're getting it, right? <laughs> I got it. <laughs> totally. All right. So anyway, that is, you know, whether or not we successfully pull off a romantic evening for two, it is yet to be seen. And, and we so, won't share with you either way. No, no we kidding. will. We will share. You just need to pray for us, please. I was just kidding. I'm All sorry. Right. Hey, How do I share it with you? Question. Uh, you Okay. Go to calendar. I'm in my calendar. Go to settings. Settings. That's what you said. Then there's, I missed. I missed. Okay. Uh, well, hey. Excuse me. Knock, what? knock. I'm sick. Okay. I'm still here. I got you. And You're I'm, sick. Okay. Little fuzzy, little cloudy. All right, all right. Hey, what can we learn from an eleven-year-old? I saw your Twitter message, and apparently a lot. Although I have an eleven-year-old who just gives me headaches. All so. right. Well, let's just wonder. We wonder if your if your son uh, was eleven years old and his name was Burke Bear. He might sound something like this. And by the way, I'm going to play a five-minute and twenty-two-second talk that this eleven-year-old boy did at a TEDx Next Generation Asheville conference. So here you go. It's coming, I promise.
Hello, my name is Burke Bear and I'm 11 years old. I came here today to talk about what's wrong with our food system. First of all, I would like to say that I'm really amazed how easily kids are led to believe all the marketing and advertising on TV, at public schools, and pretty much everywhere else you look. It seems to me like corporations are always trying to get kids, like me, to get their parents to buy stuff that really isn't good for us or the planet. Little kids especially are attracted by colorful packaging and plastic toys. I must admit, I used to be one of them. I also used to think that all of our food came from these happy little farms where pigs rolled in mud and cows grazed on grass all day. What I discovered was this is not true. I began to look into this stuff on the internet, in books, and in documentary films, in my travels with my family. I discovered the dark side of the industrialized food system. First, there's genetically engineered seeds and organisms. That is when a seed is manipulated in a laboratory to do something not intended by nature. Like taking the DNA of a fish and putting it into the DNA of a tomato. Yuck. Don't get me wrong. I like fish and tomatoes, but this is just creepy. The seeds, the seeds are then planted, then grown. The food they produce have been proven to cause cancer and other problems in lab animals. And people have been eating food produced this way since the 1990s. And most folks don't even know they exist. Did you know rats that genetically engineered corn had developed signs of liver and kidney toxicity? These include kidney inflammation and lesions and decreased kidney weight. Yet almost all the corn we eat has been altered genetically in some way. And let me tell you, corn is in everything. And don't even get me started on the confined animal feeding operations called CAFOs. <laughs> Conventional farmers use chemical fertilizers made from, made from fossil fuels that they mix with the dirt to make plants grow. They do this because they've stripped the soil from all nutrients, from growing the same crop over and over again. Next, more harmful chemicals are sprayed on fruits and vegetables, like pesticides and herbicides, to kill weeds and bugs. When it rains, these chemicals seep into the ground or run off into our waterways, poisoning our water too. Then they irradiate our food, trying to make it last longer, so it can travel thousands of miles from where it's grown to the supermarkets. So I ask myself, how can I change? How can I change these things? This is what I found out. I discovered that there's a movement for a better way. Now, a while back, I wanted to be an NFL football player. I decided that I'd rather be an organic farmer instead. That way... <laughs> Thank you. And that way, I can have a greater impact on the world. I learned this guy named Joel Salatin. They call him a lunatic farmer because he grows against the system. Since I'm homeschooled, I want to go hear him speak one day. This man, this lunatic farmer, doesn't use any pesticides, herbicides, or genetically modified seeds. And so for that, he's called crazy by the system. I want you to know that we can all make a difference by making different choices, by buying our food directly from local farmers or neighbors we know in real life. I'll, some people say organic or local food is more expensive, but is it really? With all these things I've been learning about the food system, it seems to me that we can either pay the farmer or we can pay the hospital. I know... Now, I know, one, I know definitely which one I would choose. I want you to know that there are farms out there, like Bill Keener and Sequatchie Coast Farms in Tennessee whose cows do eat grass and whose pigs do roll in the mud, just like I thought. 
Sometimes I go to Bill's farm and volunteer so I can see up close and personal where the meat I eat comes from. I want you to know that I believe kids will eat fresh vegetables and good food if they know more about it and where it really comes from. I want you to know that there are farmer's markets in every community popping up. I want you to know that me, my brother, and sister actually like eating baked kale chips. I try to share this everywhere I go. Not too long ago, my uncle said that he offered my six-year-old cousin cereal. He asked if he wanted organic toasted O's or the sugar-coated flakes. You know, the one with the big striped cartoon character on the front? My little cousin told his dad that he would rather have the organic toasted O cereal because Burke said he shouldn't eat sparkly cereal. <laughs> and that, my friends, is how we can make a difference, one kid at a time. So next time you're at the grocery store, think local. Choose organic, know your farm, and know your food. Thank you. How awesome is that? That's an incredible little boy. That is. And of course, you know, the YouTube comments are just like you would expect. It's like, oh, he was totally set up. That was all rehearsed. It was all fed to him. And uh, my favorite comment on there is like, listen, I know this young boy. And yes, it is extremely rehearsed. This is a TEDx conference. Okay. Right. The, te- the TED conferences, these are all extreme. I mean, people, people will sit there and rehearse like 25 times a day every day for a month before they go up on a stage at a TED conference. I mean, these things are rehearsed. They're down to the T. But the what from what I understand from what I've read about this little boy, all the research he did, he did himself. And it's not just a quick Wikipedia search. He went to those farmers. He took the photos. He learned the stuff. This is a That's part awesome. of his homeschooling and uh, so I, I just think I thought that was amazing. And it goes right along with a lot of the things that you and I have been researching for our own family is, right. is about eating things. And, and I know that you and I were doing a lot of very good things about this. And I, but at sometimes I, I find that sometimes we still sneak, you know, slip back into not having as much fresh fruit because of the, the financial end of things. And, and sometimes it gets a little bit expensive. No, I to always have try to have I always try to have. The fruit that that I don't think that that's something that okay we slide back into, but um, excuse me. Like for example, I don't I can't remember the last time that you know we had a fruit smoothie. You know, for the stuff is in there. Is it in there? There there is um, frozen fruit in the freezer. I had at one point a ton of yogurt in the fridge, but people just I think we burn ourselves out on them. We I were having them so much be because. Too. Um, we were having them so much. So then I stockpiled, not, I don't mean stockpiled, but. You know, it was stockpiled. The, no, I went and I got enough yogurt for if I figured that we would each have um, three smoothie, three smoothies that week, how much yogurt that would be. Right. And um, my mom bought the almond milk. It was right. on sale. We were, I think we were out of town and it was on sale at Kroger and she bought it for us. She didn't even ask me to pay her back. And uh, we're still using it because okay. it, it's shelved. It doesn't go bad. <laughs> well, um, I've personally slipped back into eating some okay. of the old things. How about that? that that's and, I mean, I'm not saying that I haven't but, at all. But um, but it, it, I just want to say for me, what is nice is that, it, you know, Getting back into a new season of The Biggest Loser, watching, you know, being reminded of the importance of intense physical activity uh, and, and wa- you know, watching what you're eating and what type of foods. And then an 11-year-old boy comes along and, and has one of these kind of talks. It's like, yes. And, and I think it's so funny um, to think about some of the clients that, you know, have come across my path 
you know, that have hired me to help right. them. You got Joe Lample over at growingagreenerworld.com. Right. You got Barry and Lynn Morgan, who we've interviewed here on this mm-hmm. podcast, who, who are doing the Simple Good Life Network. I've got a new client. His name is Keith, uh, or no, um, it's Steve Howard, and uh, he's doing borntofarm.com. And then there's Keith Snow, who sent us some spaghetti sauce from harvesteating.com. Which is really good. Which is very good. And by the way, thinking of that, we have this voice feedback from Stephanie. So listen to this. Here we go. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Stephanie from Allen, Texas. And this is feedback for Family from the Heart, episode 131. I just got caught up. Um, It is Friday morning because I was unable to listen live on Thursday. Um, but I, I just have a quick comment, and it may not be even relative enough to share in the show. But at the end, towards the end of the podcast, you guys had mentioned um, the spaghetti sauce, this fantastic spaghetti sauce that was sent to you. And um, we were talking about the ravioli, and then Stephanie uh, did one dish with the new spaghetti sauce with just pasta. And Cliff goes, spaghetti is boring. And Stephanie said something about that she loves bow tie pasta. It is so cute, and that's the one that you guys used was bow tie pasta. And it just triggered this story in my mind. My husband is the most anti-spaghetti fan in the entire world. And not, he doesn't like spaghetti with spaghetti sauce. He doesn't like the long spaghetti noodles. He thinks it's a complete waste of time. Um, Why in the world would you want to twirl and twirl and twirl this long noodle of pasta that's most likely going to fall off? And as you put it in your mouth, it's probably going to slurp and it's going to steer everywhere and it's just a waste of time. Um, My husband is also in just the most, you will find the way to make things the most convenient as at all possible. So when we very first got married, I decided to make him spaghetti. And of course, used normal spaghetti noodles because I was unaware of his deep-seated hatred (laughs) for spaghetti noodles. And um, anyway, so I make this big, beautiful plate and the salad and bread, trying to be a good little new wife. And um, he throws it into a bowl, gets up and gets a bowl and pours it in there and gets a fork and a knife and starts cutting the spaghetti like you would for a two- or three-year-old into little bitty pieces. (laughs) And then he goes and puts the fork and knife in the kitchen sink and gets a big spoon and just eats it. Like, you know, just eats the little bitty pieces. So I just thought it was funny that Cliff said that spaghetti was boring and that Stephanie likes bow tie pasta. That's probably because it's easier to eat. So now, anytime I make a pasta dish, no matter what it is, we do not use regular spaghetti noodles. When we go to Olive Garden, we go anywhere, he will request a different type of noodle other than spaghetti, angel help pasta, or fettuccine so that it's easier to eat. Um, anyway, just thought I'd throw in that tidbit. Um, love what you do and look forward to getting caught up on all the other episodes. Enjoy your pasta. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so That's much, awesome. Stephanie. And uh, we have been enjoying our pasta, and yeah. I am very excited to say a whole new shipment of we pasta sauce has come from uh, harvesteating.com. Right. I'm excited to... Um no, the menu is set for this week, but we'll, we'll be having, um, and actually we we finished a jar this yep. week. Yes, we did. Um, which I loved it. Um, I made it with Italian sausage, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know cut up the link and set it on top of the. Anyway, I, was that I, turkey Italian sausage? It was. It was good. Thank you. Um, that's the only kind I've been buying lately, right. and um, but it was just funny listening to her story. I cut my spaghetti. I've always I don't eat it with a spoon, but I have always cut my spaghetti up. And um, a funny story is on our first date, Cliff took me to the Olive Garden and I ordered spaghetti because I'd never been there before. And um, please remember that I come from a 
family with lots of children. We didn't eat out a lot. <laughs> and um, unless it was pizza. But uh, so I had never been to the Olive Garden before and I ordered spaghetti and basically wasted my whole dinner because you can't eat spaghetti on a first date. And right. so I totally get, Stephanie, I totally get your husband makes sense. And we are enjoying our pasta. Yes, we are. Yeah. Uh, and and by the way, um, Keith <laughs> sent us that whole new batch of uh, fire roasted, is, uh, is that what? Red it, pepper. Fi- yeah, fire roasted red pepper, mm-hmm. I think is the flavor. Anyway, um, he said that they have reworked the batch and that it's going to have less fire right. to it and it's going to be perfect for the kids. Awesome. So. Because they did like that. Yeah. They, they just. They said it was just a little spicy. said it was a little too spicy. And. um. So, yeah, we're definitely going to be having some of that next week with every different kind of noodle I can think of other than, you know, spaghetti or angel angel hair. Right. Or linguine or fettuccine or any long noodle that gotcha. you won't like. Well, I, I like a lot of the news. I just don't like spaghetti a whole lot. You, you want to hear a funny pasta story? Isn't that a uh, funny pasta story? <laughs> is there such thing as a funny pasta story? I think it's funny because right. um, my sister didn't know this. Um, so... My sister, well, first off, my mom was out of town and we were all trying to take care of my dad. I use that in quotations as in he can't take care of himself. Anyway, um, my sister invited him over for dinner and she was so excited because she was going to make this penne pasta dish that is her absolute favorite. And she makes it every time she has company over. It's like her go to company dish. And um, so she's telling me about it. She's on her way to the store to get the cream and everything she needs to make it. And I'm like, Samantha, dad doesn't like pasta. And she's like, I just thought he didn't like spaghetti. I'm like, no, he doesn't eat any pasta at all. <laughs> like, not at all. And she's like, oh, man, now I'm going to start all over. She had to come up with a whole new. I don't even know what she fed him that night. But I fed him pizza when he came here. <laughs> just, pizza. I went uh, easy. All righty. Well, hey, before we go to our next voicemail, which is... I'm so excited about. Oh, yeah. Uh, We are going to say thank you to our wonderful sponsor, Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash G-S-P-N. Go ahead and do that, folks. And if you're in front of a computer, go to M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash G-S-P-N. They're on the website. You will see a list of featured products, things that we believe would be a great purchase and, um, you know, we fully believe in, in the products that are there and that are mentioned. Plus, there's tons and tons right. of other wonderful things. But here's the situation. You know, Mardell's been around now sponsoring Family from the Heart from the beginning. We are, what, 132 episodes into this now? Mm-hmm. And uh, we know that we, they've committed to sponsoring a total of three years at this point. And a great way to say thank you to them, of course, is to continue to buy your online books, uh, Christian books, uh, educational materials, uh, even homeschool materials. Uh, on um, They have uh, clothing and all kinds of other wonderful things. And of course, you know, I remember going to their store. If you live in an area where there's a Mardell store, just go onto the, the site and look up their locations, their local locations. Go to one of their Christian bookstores because it's not like a little tiny you know, shopping strip right. store. It, it's different. So anyway, go check them out. And of course, uh, make sure you place your orders online though. Don't don't pay in the store unless you can only get something in the store. But use promo code GSPN. You can have it shipped to the store. Yes, you can. Right, and pick it up there. In fact, you can, I believe. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they 
I don't know, but there might be a special deal where you don't have to pay for shipping if it's shipped to the store. Daryl, are you? Oh, in the looky chat room? there, my dad's calling right now. Anyway, uh, so I don't know, but anyway, use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. You get ten percent off, and it's a great way to say thank you to them. Absolutely. Alrighty, and uh, Daryl says, says ship to store equals free shipping. So cool. there you go, my friends. Great way to to say thank you to them and. Get and, free shipping. Right. Hey, um, so here's so, the deal. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no I, you go ahead. I was just going to say, maybe we should um, sh- not forget to talk about Iron Man. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, thanks. I'll put that on here. But so, yeah. Anyway. All right. So we'll, we'll say something now because now um, I have to go in here okay, and put well, that in the show I, notes. Um, all right. Um, I, I, are you going to do the voicemail first? Well, I'll tell you what. Let's do the voicemail after Iron Man. Let's go ahead and talk about Iron Man. Because, you know, why not just build it up a little bit more? (laughs) Um, Matthew has, since the the trailer came out, been um, very much looking forward to seeing Iron Man 2 um, with Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and, anyway, Iron Man 2. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Is that who plays Pepper? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that was her. And... uh, I love her. She mm-hmm. she just she has a grace about her that I just She's got a cool name. I love. What Gwyneth yeah. or, or Pepper? No, <laughs> Which one? Gw- Gwyneth. I, okay. I like Gwyneth. Yeah. It's a neat name. Um so anyway, we um we didn't go see it in the theater. Hold on. Uh oh, she's gonna cough. <laughs> I'm gonna mute her. She is muted. She is still muted. And now okay. I'm okay now. All right. Um so Coughing hurts. Oh, so. whoa. Something just happened. What was that? That was weird. That was weird. It, did that oh, happen to you too? It did. That it was, was like my, one ear went dead. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard that, that happen before. Anyway, so, go ahead. Um, hmm. Interesting. Coughing hurts really bad. That's I'm scary. distracted by how bad my throat hurts right now. All right, go ahead. Um, We weren't going to take Matthew to see Iron Man 2 in the theater because the, um, the first one, well, we wanted to see it for ourselves first the first one had um now ah, it's fuzzy what'd now, you do that, okay it's in the mute button hold on there now say you got something. it i think we've got it now. all right Whew, so anyway. all right i can i can now right. pay attention to i was like um, you were talking and i'm thinking okay what would should i start over no go ahead uh, troy troy in the diamond says one ear is dead to me <laughs> one ear is dead to me <laughs> the headphones one ear of the headphones went dead and anyway um so we didn't take him right away even though we had we we received press screening tickets for Iron Man two, but it wasn't a good night and um for us and so we we wanted to see it first because the first one had um you know a sensual scene that we just he's getting to the age where he's like starting to notice those things and yeah um so we wanted to try to see the first one or the second one ourselves before we decided if he was going to watch it or not and we say this all of the time. We said it with Transformers, which you actually did see first. You know, we said it with, what was the other one? I don't remember. Anyway, but, so he didn't see it in the theater. Wanted to go see it in the cheap theater. We never made it. Finally, it's coming out on Netflix on DVD. And he begs, Mom, please, can, can we see Iron Man? And um, so we put it on the queue. We had to wait for a while to get it. Well, it got here yesterday. And I told him that we were going to have to wait until Friday night to, to watch it because so much other stuff was going on this week. And he was really disappointed. Last night after violin, he asked, 
did it come today? Did it come today? Because you had told him that you got an email from Netflix saying that they put it in the mail. Right. And I told him it would either be here on, on Wednesday or, or Thursday. And uh, so he gets in the car from violin and he's so, excuse me, so excited. And he's like, did it come? Did it come? Did it come? And I'm like, yeah, buddy, it came. But remember, I told you, we're not going to be able to watch it until Friday after school. Um, cause you're allowed to stay up late on Friday, you know, explaining again, all of the things that he already knows. Well, we get home and he does his homework really fast and well, he didn't have a lot to begin with. And he's like, okay, can I ask dad if we can watch it now? Can I ask him? Can I? He said, yes, you, you can ask dad if you can watch it now. And so we sat down to watch it last night. Um, I have to admit, I was just as excited as Matthew was <laughs> to, to watch it. Um, I loved Iron Man 2. It was much better than the first. So much better than the first. It was, um, I love Tony Stark. I love that he's he's one of those characters that is fast talking and a little snarky. And he's just one of those characters that I absolutely love. And um, so much better than the first movie. It was. It, it I mean, hands down, this they could have done away with the first movie. Well, actually, the first movie kind of sets up for it's, this one. It kind of sets it up. It's like, but man, this yeah. was good. Right. I mean, it really was. And, you and know, th- you left the room. Um, Matthew and I stayed and watched the credits roll. Oh, yeah. They totally left it open for the third movie. Oh, I didn't know that. So, well, we kept the DVD. We're going to watch it again tomorrow. Okay. I'll watch that movie and, again. Um, I will. Yeah. Matthew and I. Are- I don't always watch movies over and over again. There's very few. I think the last one that I wanted to watch a second time right away. Actually, well, okay, The Social Network. Right. All right. There was that one. Uh, but then before that, I think was Star Trek. Star Trek was a fantastic movie. Yeah. 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 So, um, but we're going to watch it again. They totally left it set up for the third movie and um, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Now, obviously, there was some language. There's violence, you know, the big robots fight. <laughs> I, I happen to like what did how did Father Roderick describe Transformers to screeching metal? Okay, Cliff has checked out and is no longer listening to me. What? So I will continue this podcast on my own. Um, I happen to enjoy screeching metal scratching together. Anyway, um, it it was action, um, and obviously the action is considered violence, but um. I, I just, I really enjoyed it. It, it was a great it movie. It was really good. Sorry. I, I was just seeing I, if okay. Daryl was... You totally was, checked out. Well, Darcy was saying something in the chat room, and I wanted to see if Dar- Daryl was aware of it, and okay. if he could talk to her All right. related to something that you know they were talking about in the chat room. Okay. All right. So, um, let's see here. Uh, yeah. So, basically, I, I think it was a great movie. It and, was. And I, you know, it, it's still... It did not have that same, you know, sensual scene kind right, of. Right, it as, didn't. But it, I mean, th- I mean, the there was one girl in there that, I mean, sh- it's it, sh- she's a sensual character. Scarlett Johansson. Is that what her name is? The actress, the one with the red hair. Th- was that red hair or black hair? Oh, hmm. I thought it was red. I don't know. Maybe we're not talking about the same character. The one that was from Legal. The one that was the girl from Legal. Well, I don't, clearly I don't even remember her. So, oh my goodness, she was under. Well, I can't I'm say need anything. To watch and, that again. Never mind. Um, it's a good thing that I'm going to be watching the movie again. So, um, 
Kylie says yes, Scarlett. You are right. Okay. All right. She I said, Troy, Troy says, I joined the official Scarlett Johansson <laughs> fan club after watching I Am 2. What is I Am 2? Oh, that's Iron Man 2. Duh. <laughs> I don't, sorry, I never, I Am 2. Right. Seriously. Um, so. <laughs> the Scarlett Johansson fan club. That's awesome. Mm. Um, You want to go. So anyway, it was very enjoyable Um, for us as adults. Our nine-year-old son enjoyed it. Megan, who did not want to watch this movie, enjoyed it. Can't wait to watch it again because she missed the beginning, and um, it was it was just it was a it was a good time. It was a good movie, and and we're gonna watch it again. So there you go. Thank you, Netflix. All right, so uh, let's see here. The next thing that I have is your oh, voicemail. You know my voicemail. So okay, is last that the last thing. Uh, let's see here. Well, I'm trying to go back through my show okay. notes now to get back to where we are. Okay, so actually, we have the voicemail, Dave Ramsey, career opportunity, and fitness updates. Okay. All right. Where to start? All right, so the voicemail. Let's just get it out of the way. Let's just do it. All right, so here's the situation. Uh, I don't know if this is a joke. Okay. I don't know if... I I think it's John that called in. I don't know if he's really upset. Okay. I don't know if he was starting out and pretending to be really upset and then hung up because he had a phone call come in. I, I really don't know. But this is an interesting phone call. Now, the thing is, is normally if somebody is really upset and they were just calling to just like, you know, say you've really just I probably wouldn't play it in an episode. But uh, I just want to say for the record. Yes, I said sports are boring. Football, (laughs) boring. Yes, absolutely. In Cliff's opinion, I will not back down. Football equals one of the most boring things you can put on television. For Cliff. For cliff in my opinion in your opinion all right so in my opinion i love watching football now here's the deal uh uh and and jonathan says what about ray lewis he played this great um interview that was all about ray lewis and the coaches that had coached him and 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 stuff like that ray lewis is a totally awesome story but i and and i would probably i would sit through this ray lewis program that jonathan played me i'd probably watch it again but i would still not be interested in watching Ray Lewis play football. All right. So that, although I, I will say you did watch um you did watch a game with me after we saw the blind side. We I watched did. Michael Orr. Mm-hmm. I watched Michael Orr play and and it was it was football to you. It was it, football. It, right. It still I mean I, I, I sat down and I watched it, but I mean, you know, football is it, for me, it's just an opportunity to sit down with a maybe a snack in front of you with you know in television. I I, I just don't get it. Right. So it's just I mean it's just that's me. Fine. It's my personal thing. Uh, right? It's your opinion. That's same fine. thing with band. You know, <laughs> you know the whole marching thing. Now of course, uh, you know my good friend uh, <laughs> Jeff Gentry says, "Hey, dude, step dude, off." That's right. You know we band people. We like this. And you know again, I I am just. I, you know, I, the, I'm I'm being real. I'm being honest. I really think those things are truly boring. But the thing is, there are so many things in my life that I am so passionate about that is are completely boring to other people. Like, for example, I guarantee you not very many of you out there could sit and do an entire marathon of every episode of the 1973 show, uh, The Tomorrow People. I find that boring. Exactly. And you could sit there and go not, on okay, and on wait, about it. And wait, I would totally not get only that boring, you're not into it. Like, I find it repulsive. <laughs> Exactly. So, with all of that said, now I get this voicemail, or we get this voicemail. So now we, it's you. Here we go. Listen to this. Cliff, Stephanie, 
most importantly, Stephanie. I'm calling for Stephanie. I'm not, I'm not calling for Chris, Cliff, because as far as I can consider, Cliff is dead to me. After listening to the latest, Family from the Heart. I had all sorts of high hopes when I heard that there was football in this episode, and I heard that, Stephanie, that you had experienced some time at, at, uh, at the Horseshoe in Ohio State. And, oh, okay, I'm going to have to call back with a little bit. All right, bye, sorry. So I don't know if he was very upset that I, I mean, that really that upset that I was, I was dogging football. I mean, I don't know, John, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I, well, of course, if I'm dead to you, I'm dead to you, but uh, I hope that I'm not dead to you. I mean, seriously, I mean, I'm just playing around. I mean, I, I certainly, I am not so opposed to football that I, that, I mean, I go to Super Bowl parties. I don't know who any of the teams are. And uh, I really, I just root for the one that looks like they're going to win about halfway through. <laughs> and that's who I want to win. Oh, or I'll go, to a t- I'll go to somebody's house where everybody's the fan of one particular team. Yeah. And I will purposely You're, really, you're the person root. that we want to kick out. Exactly. Right, I will are. root for the other team just for the fun of it. Um, but seriously, just be, I mean, please don't get that upset. If, if I, I just, I'm just completely 100% dispassionate about the sports out there. That's all. So, and you know, there's no way to, to change that. So it, it just, yeah. so, but you know, John, I, the thing I is, is, I know that John, and there are several other people who are really, really into sports. They're really into football. They're into anything. And you know, the, there's a, if you go to gspn.tv slash forum, uh, forum, there is a section that somebody, they begged me, they said, Hey Cliff, can we create a sports talk, a sports talk forum in here? And, uh, I said, Sure. Why not? Why not? You know, right. and I I look in here and and I'm I'm looking at the views. There there um you know there are some topics. Just a single post. Views one thousand eight hundred seventy one views, two thousand eight hundred thirty eight views, uh one thousand fifty. So there's obviously a ton of people in the gspn.tv community. Oh, here's one. Elder verse. Here you go. Elder versus Saint Saint Xavier updates. 5,707 views with 130 messages back and forth. You know, for me, okay. Mm. okay. Yeah, whatever. But the thing is, is there are other people out there who are totally into sports. Will there ever be, you know, this week in sports on the GSPN.TV network? You know, I can't say never because anything could happen. But I doubt seriously that Cliff Ravenscraft will host a sports show. Right. Although that could be quite interesting. You think? But John, let me tell you, I don't know if you were really, if if I had upset you that much and it was really an emotional response. And if it was, I apologize for upsetting you. I don't apologize for being disinterested in sports. It's boring to me. I don't think you should. Yeah. You know, it, whatever. But. Here's the thing. I, however, recorded the Ohio State game on Saturday yes. because um, I DVR'd it because I wouldn't be here. Uh-huh. And uh, and I knew I wouldn't be here. I was so mad in the first, like, you know, right after the kickoff of the game that um, I, I really, I, I fast forwarded through the rest because I was just too mad to watch the game. It, it was just bad. You didn't watch it, huh? 
I didn't. Well, I watched it in fast forward. Okay. I know the score. I, I you know. Well, see that that's the whole thing. It's like watching some, some of the plays and watching watching football in DVR mode. Just that that would to me, uh, if I were a sports fanatic, I don't think I could actually do that. I think that would cheapen it. Well, I don't call myself a fanatic. Oh, I know. I'm just Megan saying. Megan called I were. me a junkie. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> she did. Anyway, John, I, I you did, know, yeah. So what? What's next? Yeah, okay, moving along. Uh, let's next? see here. Um, Dave Ramsey career opportunity. I uh, just want to mention this. You know, you and I. This wasn't even um, family from the heart. It was like way back in the old my crazy life days that where you joined me one day. Okay. You know, gspn.tv slash debt free. Right, uh, folks. I think you can still pull that up. Let me just take a look here. If you go to gspn.tv slash debt free. Yep, episode fifty six of My Crazy Life, Living Debt-Free. Uh, that episode is still out there. And um, and basically, you could listen to it. And it's us talking about, we weren't quite out of debt at that point. Right. Uh, we were almost out of debt, minus our mortgage. But uh, we still had significant amount of debt. But we talked about how far we had come and what our plans were to live debt-free. And that, that one episode, I know, has led more than 100 people uh, at least to become debt-free today because they were introduced to De- Dave Ramsey as a result of that, all right? So what I'm going to tell you right now, though, if you go to DaveRamsey.com, all right, if you do DaveRamsey.com, now I haven't done this, but I heard that it should be easy to find. You're looking for career opportunities or something like that? Let me uh, see if I can find this. Uh, classes, radio events, read our, okay, right here. At the very bottom of the page, it is uh, our company on the right-hand side in the footer, and it says, want to work for Dave? Dave Ramsey's organization organization is about people. It's about helping people and giving them hope. We are a group of energetic, motivated crusaders who love what we do. We are on a mission to change the nation and are looking for other like-minded, high-quality people to join us. We offer exciting opportunities, which is a hyperlink to some of the opportunities they have open right now, that will challenge your abilities, expand your skills, and reward your contributions. Our leadership team is passionate about fostering both personal and professional growth for all. Interested in work that matters? Please view the uh, available positions and fill out our online application. And I met, uh, Dave Ramsey's uh, group was uh, sponsoring the bar camp that I went to. And they were giving away free books. And it's so funny, okay? Get this. So they were there pretty much all morning long. This They had this entire t- table. Stacks of the Total Money Makeover book right, right. there. Right? Total Money Makeover. And um, stacks of these books. And and they were having a hard time giving them away. These aren't, you don't, this is a, an expensive book. What's the, what's the price on that book right there? Does it say on the back? It's twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, this is a twenty four dollar. This is a twenty five dollar book. And trust me, this book right here is how it all started for us. Right. Can, right. can I share one? Go ahead. So you brought this book home. Yeah. And and I know you're sharing about them giving them out and stuff, but um, so Cliff brings this book home and sets it on the counter. I'm like, what'd you bring another one for? <laughs> I'm like, 
Seriously, and the first thing I did was turn it over so that Dave Ramsey wasn't staring at me. Yeah, Dave, th- that book was not a friend in our home. Dave was not a friend for a while. <laughs> right. For a while, I told Cliff where he could stick Dave Ramsey, but um, but it, it was it was a stressful time to get to get through that. But um, and and I'm not saying that I'm not a fan and that I I don't um suggest Dave Ramsey to people because obviously I do but but that was a very difficult time and he was not a fan in our house yep and uh or we were not a we fan. were not fans you and, were not uh, I was right um you also weren't the one going to the grocery store <laughs> yeah that's so, just true um but uh yeah the first thing I did was I'm like I made this horrid face and I'm like what'd you bring that home for yep we just got rid of the other one so I, I went I mean I, I, it's like they said here you know hey one of my friends that I had met a couple years ago at PodCamp Nashville he says here Cliff take one of these and I said well I've already got it. he goes take one anyway I mean they were trying right. to get rid of these I mean they were trying to unload these books and these books were just piled up and I am not kidding you what happened was I I had my talk um, that afternoon okay. I think it was at 1240 or whatever 1210 1240 something like that Anyway, I had my talk and I shared my story and I talked about the power of podcasting for your business. And at the end of the slides, the very last slide was talking about how I turned this podcasting, my passion for podcasting into a full-time career. And one of the things I shared is that, you know what, I don't think I would have ever been able to do what I've done unless I was debt-free minus my mortgage, which is something that I personally feel like I really owe the inspiration to that to Dave Ramsey. Mm. You guys here in Nashville, you probably have heard the name Dave Ramsey over and over again. If you haven't started to pay attention to what he's saying, you should because I will tell you, we were tens of thousands of dollars in unsecured debt and we paid it off in just a matter of a few years and we did it using the principles in Dave Ramsey's book. And by the way, there are there's a table back there and it is full of Dave's book and it is free. You need to pick it up. Did you clean off his table? His book was wiped. His awesome. table was wiped clean immediately following my awesome. session. Awesome. That that's that I mean, seriously, it hurts. Um I'm not going to say that it hurts at first and it it just hurts. <laughs> um until you're debt free and and by the time you get there, hopefully you've learned some lessons along the way and and a better way to manage your money and um seriously it, it is it, it is a lesson worth learning indeed so by the way, I bring all that up just to say that if you go to familyfromtheheart.com, go to episode number one thirty two show notes. And click on the link for DaveRamsey.com slash company slash about hyphen jobs. Or you can just click the link and you can apply. They're looking to hire motivated people. And awesome. and so I think they wanted to recruit me right then and there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't know that I could work for somebody anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I, I like working for myself. And uh, fitness updates, uh, how about we talk about those next week? That's fine. All righty. So little button right here. My friends, that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode of Family from the Heart. Stephanie, it looks like you're feeling a little bit better. I'm faking it. Okay. I gotcha. really, I feel completely deflated. But, All right. Uh, but thanks. At least I know I can fake it well. Good job. All right. Well, folks, thank you for listening. We want to hear from you. Give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline, 859-795-4067. If I happen to be dead to you, you can call and leave a message for Stephanie. 
Uh, and John, I hope that you're not still upset with me. Seriously? I mean, was that real? I mean, I, I mean, I guess it was, and I shouldn't play. I mean, gosh, I, I don't mean to offend anybody, but I love you guys, and we hope that you'll continue to stay subscribed and uh, give us a call, 859-795-4067, 859-795-4067. Until next time, join the community. I'm sorry, I'm responding to Jonathan in the chat room, or trying to. Bye, everybody. Bye.